Yesterday I started maybe a habit that I named. We learned together. Usually we learn with a chevra. This is we're learning Torah together. We don't need to name what we're about to do. I had a cheshbon yesterday that I wanted to like very clearly define what I was talking about. And we spoke about the world within. Today, in learning with the chevra, I would literally say I want to appreciate brisk today. An appreciation of the brisker would be like what we're saying today. I want to learn a delicate subject with, I want to learn a very delicate subject matter with the guys. I think is a very important matter. It's funny, it's very late in the Sefer Messiah Sisharim, and there's an entire structure to building a person. And building a person has many contradictory facets. It has all, and the, the building of a human being is all different parts and contradictory things. From like Zrizus, Zrizus in English we say alacrity. Somebody who's like quick, fast, to Messinus. Messinus is very deliberate and slow. And we actually need both components in our construction. And there are many different forces in their own construction. And a built person has many tools in their bag. And they could pull out different <coughs> tools in different situations. They're just a built person. So I'm going now. This is way late in the Sefer Messiah Sisharim. I just was Zaycha that Eitan was about to make a Siyam on the Sefer Messiah Sisharim. And it's something I want every single guy who steps foot into Waterbury to learn the entire Sefer Messiah Sisharim. I think it's an incredible Sefer. I want you to study it very open-minded. I want you to know the Sefer and study it open-minded. There are people who learn Musr where they're trying to get like a rush, and there's that, Reb, Reb Yisrael called that aspect of Musr his spilus. Where people learn Musr to try to have a line that like lights a fire, and there's a big point to learning Musr. When you read Messiah Sisharim, every once in a while you'll hear a line that will like, will, will resonate, and say that line a lot, that's called Musr Vespilus. But Messiah Sisharim has so much chachma and is such an organized safer for a growing person and so many ideas that a growing person needs and it's very organized and structured. Now it's very in order, the safer. The first 12 chapters describe how to be a tzaddik, you're a righteous person. From then on till the end of the safer describes how to be a chassid, how to be above the letter of the law. So it's a very detailed safer with a very detailed program how to grow. I was learning with Eitan a little piece. I was able to join him for a few minutes. And we learned the piece way late in the safer. I want to share it with you because it's relevant to the parashiyas of the Torah that we just studied about Avram Avinu. And this week's parasha, we, Avram Avinu's nifter in this week's parasha, in parashas Toldos. And I want to study, there's so much more. I'm not ready for Avram Avinu to go. And I want to keep him in our lives, all our lives. So I want to study something about Avram that you'll find as a shtickle contradiction of everything you know about Avram. And I like that because big people have contradictions. If I would ask which of the others is the brisker, any thinking person who knows about the others would respond, what, Johnny? Pick the, one of the three others who you would define as a brisker. In, in, who would you pick? Johnny, who would you pick? Johnny, what do you say? Yitzchak. Yitzchak. The one you pick, if you know about Yitzchak Avinu is Yira. Avram is Chesed. Yitzchak's Yira. And Yaakov Avinu is a perfect balance. The picture of the brisker is Yira. I'm going to explain it. I'm going to explain it to the guys in a very clear way. Amazingly, the Messiah Sisharm describes Yira through Avram. Now, for sure, any picture of Avram is, and Avram had all the balance in the world. When we say Avram is, is Chesed, Yitzchak's Yira, and Yaakov is the perfect balance, I promise you Avram and Yitzchak had balance. These are deep things that Avram was supposed to bring chesed to the world. Yitzchak was supposed to bring Yira, Yaakov was supposed to bring the balance. They all brought exactly what they were supposed to bring. But I want to share with you something about Yira. I actually want you to learn to appreciate it. I want to appreciate it. 
and I, I, I hope today we study for together during our time together, I hope to change your mindset a little bit because there's something you might see and look not positive at it. I want to change the mindset here. So I ask the guys to really follow this carefully. The Messiah Sisharm is describing Yerush Hashem, fear of heaven. And he describes a Yerah he says there are two types of yira. One is the present or the future, and the second is the past. The present and the future is a person's very careful on what he's about to do to make sure he does it right. To do, that's the year of the present and future. He thinks through to make sure to do the right things. If anybody watches Rabbi Wisnicki live his life, he's very thoughtful about things he does. You can't get him to do things fast. You ask him to do something very, I just praise the Bacher. Somebody asked the Bacher if they can learn with him. He said, he didn't, no, he didn't jump in. People who have here are very careful and cautious in the future, the present and future. That's one type of Yira very careful to make sure it's true and right and honors Hashem. But other in the past is a person's chayshev tamid is always thinking on that which he did. Did pen less Maybe accidentally, I didn't have error. On things they already did. It says that Baba Ben Buta, the great Tana, Brought an asham talui b'chol yaim. He brought a carbon asham every single day. Eiv, after he made a party with his children, brought oilays connected every one of his sons. Maybe his sons had a sin in them. He brings from Moshe and Aaron. Moshe Rabbeinu was told to anoint Aaron with the shemen amishcha. Now the shemen amishcha belonged to the belonged to the mikdash. Was was hektish? Was mammon hektish? And Moshe Rabbeinu was told to anoint, to pour oil over Aaron HaKoyin's head. And Moshe Rabbeinu anointed Aaron as the Koyin Gadol. Parenthetically, I'll share with you, this is totally an aside, but I'll talk, because the Messiah Sisharim brings up this incident, I'll share something with you, an amazing part. Moshe Rabbeinu is anointing his brother Aaron to be Koyin Gadol, Hudi. So there's an amazing capital Tillim that speaks about this incident of Moshe Rabbeinu anointing Aaron as the next Kohen Gadol for Klal Yisrael. And the Pasuk in Tillim says as follows, Yehuda. The Pasuk says, Hine, it's Pasuk Kuflam and Gimel, 133, verse, it's Psalm 133, great haircut, Alex. Fantastic. It says how precious, how precious. How much does such a haircut go for? Like $500? How much? What? Wow. Fresh. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> tremendous, tremendous, Alex. I live vicariously. When a guy has a za haircut, I get such a chaos. Usually not supposed to live vicariously in this way, I'm How good and precious is it, Shebes Achim Gam Yochad, brothers dwelling together. This capital Tillim was written about Moshe Rabbeinu pouring oil over Aaron Akayin. His brother was anointed Kayin Gadol. Now remember, Maisha Rabbeinu would have loved to have Kuna Gedayla. Maisha Rabbeinu's kids inherited nothing, didn't inherit any of possessions from him. Aaron's children until today are Kahanim because Aaron was a Kayin. So Aaron being Kayin Gadol and anointed that mm-hmm. position was something that stayed in his family. So Eitan, we're learning, I introduced today that I'm learning this piece that Eitan let me learn with him and I want to learn with the guys and talk about we introduced that. So it says that 
when when Aaron when Moshe Rabbeinu pours the oil over Aaron's head, he named How good is it? Shevis Achim Gam Yochad, brothers dwelling together. Kashemen Atoiv Al like good oil on the head. Yoyred Al that goes down on the beard. Zikan Aaron, the beard of Aaron. Now what is that? Why is that a, like, like oil on the head that goes on the beard, the beard of Aaron? You do the words are cumbersome. To say like oil that goes on the, the head and flows on Aaron's beard. It's a double ushan. Says the Medrash that there's two beards alluded to here. And when Baisha Rabbeinu poured the oil over Aaron Akayin's head, it flowed onto Aaron's beard. Maisha Rabbeinu Naftali was so happy for his brother, he felt his own beard was wet. He pushed felt wet on his beard. So like oil on Aaron's head that went on Maisha's beard. Now it didn't go on Maisha's beard. But he so was excited for his brother's experience, he literally felt like he had a wet beard. That's That's the example of two brothers who love each other. That he had such an appreciation for his brother, his brother being anointed, Maish Rabbeinu's own beard, Maish felt wet. He was so excited. That's the example of brotherly love, that two brothers could be so close. That's That his brother had a wet beard. It was a very tremendous moment in Aaron Akoyin's life. And Maish Rabbeinu was so excited for Aaron, he felt his beard wet. Continues the Messiah Sisharim, and he says that Maish and Aaron were both extremely nervous. And they were nervous because Maisha might have put two drips, too many, on Aaron Akoyan's beard. And he was worried that maybe it was moil behektish. You're not allowed to use extra hektish. That, yeah, you're not allowed to use, and he was worried that maybe use extra moment hektish. I'm going to tell you a story, a remarkable story. Eitan, listen to this story. It's incredible. In Waterbury, years ago, Reb Shmuel Kamenetsky, the God, the, one of the G'dayle Adar in America, came to Waterbury for Shabbos. And he goes to the yeshiva coffee room, and a bacher sees him, how do you take coffee on Shabbos, Chevra? So we have a chum of Reb Kiveger. It's a long sugya, but when you take the coffee in the first cup, the rule is, iroi klirishin is the klirishin. If you pour from a cup where something heats up onto some food, since it's poured directly on it, that's called the clearition. If you pour from a clearition, it's called the clearition. Now watch what happens. You pour on the salad, on the coffee, you pour hot water. Now there's a big machlaikis in the paiskim. That coffee's already been cooked, and typically we have a rule, ain bishal achar bishal. Once something cooked, it can't be recooked. The problem is that it melts into a liquid. Coffee becomes a liquid. What's the rule by liquids, guys? A liquid, if it becomes cold and you heat it up, it's bishel daraisa on Shabbos. A liquid that, on, on a salad, once it's cooked, you can't recook it on Shabbos. A liquid, once it's cold and you make it hot, that's called bishel daraisa on Shabbos, naftalchuks. So we're worried the coffee, since it melts into a liquid, that has the din of a liquid. Uh-oh, then if I pour and I just cook the liquid. So because we're worried about that, what we do is, you pour, you put, this is what you do. Pour the water into this cup from the urn. Now this is a klishani. Then pour it into a third cup. Now it's a klishlishi. Then you put the coffee in the klishlishi. That's how you take coffee on Shabbos. The urn into cup one. Don't use a plastic cup. It will melt the cup. And my wife holds it's very dangerous. So pour it into a coffee cup. So now you have a klishani. Pour it into a third cup klishlishi. Then put the coffee. Now I have seen in a klishlishi. There's no bishel. Oh, says Avi. And I've seen people do this. You just, you're ignorant if you do this. I have seen people in the third cup put the coffee in, they do urn into here, and then they pour. You did nothing, because Eri from Klisheni is like, then you just dealt, and it's called the Klisheni. 
We want to get it to a klishlishi. Irui, if you pour flum klisheni onto something, it's the same as putting it into the klisheni. So you wasted every, you wasted a cup for no reason. But the way a good yeshiva man takes coffee on Shabbos is earn to klisheni, klisheni to klishlishi, and then put the coffee in the klishlishi. A klishlishi cannot be mevashel, cannot cook. So now you put the coffee in the klishlishi. That's what a yeshiva guy does. Somebody sees Reb Shmuel Kamenetsky, one of the G'dayle Adar, go to the Waterbury. There's a story that guys in yeshiva witnessed. Everybody was watching his every move. And in the yeshiva coffee room, the G'dayle Adar comes, pours water into the first cup and puts coffee in there. Hey, the whole, every yeshiva guy in the world's doing a chumrah, the Reb Shmuel Kamenetsky didn't do. Avi, you here how to take coffee on Shabbos? From the urn into your klisheni. Klisheni, pour into a klishlishi. Klishlishi, coffee in. So now, you put the coffee in your klishlishi. Klishlishi can cook, you're good to go. He only used, put it, urn, cup. He did not, he didn't put the hot water onto the coffee, but he did klisheni. There's a chumr to do klishlishi. Now, there are reasons you could do klisheni, but everybody's machmen aftolchiks. So a guy goes up to Reb Shmuel Kamenetsky and says, Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe. What did you do? Everybody, every yeshiva guy's machmen, the Godel Adar is not. Listen to what Reb Shmuel, Reb Shmuel Kamenetsky said. He said, it's a chumrah. I do it a machmen my whole life but I can't cost the yeshiva an extra cup. They don't have to pay for my chumrah. So I'm not going to be machmer on yeshiva of Waterbury's account. I just did it right in the first cup. It's dazzling, dazzling. The whole visit's like worth it for that one story, let alone there's dazzling. I ever told you a story, Yudha? He said, I'm not being machmer. The, the exactness Eitan to die for, a man lives exact is like stunning. He didn't do a chumrah that every guy does. I'm not costing the yeshiva an extra cup. We, when we like wash our hands, we take napkins from the yeshiva. We take like half the roll. <laughs> you bring back like plates. You hear a person who lives with an exactness. He lives with an exactness that he's not costing the yeshiva an extra cup. There's a beauty to a, a way of living that's like dazzling. If you want a window into Gadlus, it's a small thing. Okay, okay, your cup. How much does your cup cost? He's not, he's not a chumrah. Things are so exact, such an exactness to the man, he did it in a klisheni and he, and he put the coffee in. He was makel that week. He's not going to do a chumrah. He could be machmer. Your own hand, you're paying for it. Be machmer all you want. Your chumrah can't cost. I ever told you the story, Davy? Naira. Maisa Shai in Yeshiva. Guys asked him, said, I can't do it. And he had rayas that you're allowed to do in a klisheni. He said, I am machmir, but I can't use the yeshiva's cups for my chumrah. Awesome, Mendel. Now, now tell me, what do you hold? Says the Messias Yesharim, Maisha and Aaron were nervous that maybe he poured extra oil. It's not, it's mom and hektish. So, Hayyum Shemamalu They were nervous. That maybe they had me'ila. Shenagu shaloi ke mitzvah. Baldover zed doeg Moshe. Moshe was very worried. We're not talking about OCD here. See, if people mix up this, we're not talking about people who are worried, washing their hands. We're talking about a madrega of Moshe Rabbeinu in exactness. He was worried. Maybe I was mal b'shem and amishcha. Yotza bas kolvamra. A heavenly voice came out and said, A bas call reinforced Maishi, it did nothing wrong. Adai and Aaron was dying. Maybe Maisha wasn't mal, I was mal. A bas call came out. Just like Maisha wasn't mal, you weren't mal either. You did nothing wrong. We learn that this is the attribute of chasidim. Even on a mitzvah that they have already done, 
they're worried, maybe I didn't do right Shema, Maybe there was a psal in the mitzvah already done. Now Avram, listen to Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu does a historically heroic act. Avram, remember we studied Avram Avinu closed his yeshiva and fought a war to save his nephew. It's a historic act. He fought a war. He fought a war. I, I, I left yeshiva the other day and I spoke for my niece. I went to speak for my niece. I thought about it a lot to miss a day of yeshiva. I can't stand missing a day here. I like being here. I like just, I like just watching for a seder, being around it. And I went and I missed it for my niece and I learned it from Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu closed his yeshiva to fight a war for his nephew. He heard Kinish Ba'achim and he closed his yeshiva. Don't ever forget your family. Don't ever, don't ever. Don't ever, people ask my kids, like your father's involved in a yeshiva, probably, I, I, I would shut the yeshiva down. The day my kid was neglected because of the yeshiva, I'd shut the yeshiva down. Avram shut his down for his nephew, Kinesh Ba'achiv. Kinesh Ba'achiv. My daughter's teacher called me up. She said, I want to invite you to the class to come present something. She said, I never would call you. But somehow she needed somebody to do something. And my daughter said, my father will do. She said, your father's so busy. My daughter said he'd never be too busy. So I'm calling you. Your daughter said, of course, of course, of course. We learned from Avram Avinu. You're too busy for your mishpachim. People brag. I have heard people involved with the tzibur. Say, I haven't seen my family in three months. What was shame on you? Shame. They say it like bragging. I haven't seen my mishpachon. I heard a man, I wanted to say, get out of here. Run, you, you, you fool. Don't say it like a brag. The guy was like bragging. I haven't seen my... I was like, it was like a guy saying, he did Averis Hamuris, Barabin. Shame on you. The whole crowd should have started booing. If us Hevra was there, we will practice it. I said, I haven't seen my family. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Maisa Shahaya. There's a Maisa Shahaya in front of a lot of people. A girl, the Prime Minister of Israel, stuck his hand out at a girl, a from girl, and she wasn't sure whether to shake or not, and she shook his hand, and the crowd started booing. It's interesting. The guy started a Minikin Waterbury that's so, I like honesty and sincerity. In the Hadrons, when we say, Anu Amel Makabal and Sachar, the guys start cheering. It's one of the great menhagim of Waterbury. It's excellent. I'm so excited for Yehuda Zelman Seum. Get ready for this. When guys make Seumim, so the Messiah, I don't know which guy started this, but I think it's magical. We go to ball games. The guy smacks it out of the park. We cheer. So a guy says, he's, 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 he's contrasting. He says, Thank you, Hashem, that I'm zoich to be a Yoshev Beis not a Yoshev Karanias, not a corner dweller. Sha'anu mashkim, hey mashkim, they get up, we get up. Anu mashkim l'divrei Taira. Hey mashkim l'divarim b'teilim. Anu amem, hey mashkim, anu amem kablin sacher. Hey mashkim, hey mashkim kablin sacher. Anu ratzim, hey mashkim, anu ratzim l'chaylo mabon. I have a lot of, I know, like, I'm not into sitting by idly. People are talking, saying, Major Zachir. If you like something, you get up and you cheer. So the guy started that by Siyum. I happen to appreciate that a lot. So, where was I going with this, John? Now I lost, I got so excited by the cheer. So a guy gets up and rabbin like he like describes like a brag that I like he was bragging about it. Tzayrich Tzibur was like bezyinus. He doesn't have any priorities. I don't know Avram who we follow didn't say and I haven't seen my nephew. His nephew was captured, so he shut down his yeshiva. He closed it. We follow Avram Avinu. Listen to this. Listen to this, Chevra. Avram Avinu after he saved light. He fought a war heroically. His nephew was conquered by four countries, and Avram Avinu enlisted an army and fought a war. The mo- one of the most heroic acts. It's considered one of the ten tests of Avram Avinu. 
after he comes back, he was full of pachad, fear. Maybe I wasn't completely innocent. Maybe I killed somebody who didn't deserve to be killed. Maybe there was a tzaddik. He killed Rishon. He slew Nazis. Kings that were aggressively conquering countries. He was worried. Maybe amongst the dead I killed as one tzaddik. He was nervous. So Hashem said, I'll tear Avram, don't be nervous. But you see, he was nervous. It, it brings, he brings from the Tanad Be'eliyo, if God said, don't be afraid, he was afraid that God had to say, don't be afraid. He says, this is Yira Amitis, true Yira, that says, Hashem values this Yira Shemayim. Hashem values. He says, Kol chasid v'chasid. Every chasid, it's royal He should try to reach it as much as he can. And he brings Yeru es Hashem Kedoshav. His holy ones have a fear of heaven. It is said that the night after Pesach, Reb Chaim Brisker, and the Nitziv, I don't know this as a fact. This is the Velt says over that the next morning after the Seder, Reb Chaim Brisker and the Nitziv came to Velazhin to Davin. The Nitziv came, he was shining like an angel. What was he shining? That he, he did 64 mitzvahs the night before. He ate matzah, marer. He did a saber. He had the Dalit Kaisis. He was glowing. Karpas, alad. He was glowing, he was shining like the sun. The Nitziv walked in, he was a Mara. You had a push it get sunglasses, you wouldn't be like overwhelmed by the Mara that was the Nitziv. That's how the Nitziv walked into Velaj in Pesach morning. Reb Chaim Brisker came in Pesach morning. They say his hair was like disheveled. He was like, he looked like shaken. What happened? What happened? The Mamish. He was shaken up. He was worried. Maybe I didn't do the Dalit. Did I do a saber? Did I lean in mamish the right way, the right angle? Was I leaning down enough? Did I eat the matzah in the right shear? Did I swallow it bivasachas? He came the next morning. He was dying. Now, before you pick sides, we have to learn from both Madragas. And I wanted to talk today about an honest year of Shemaim. Now, we're talking about a madrega that a person's always in the future worried and the things they already did, they're worried. Now, we're not talking about a not confident person. We're not talking about an OCD person who sits and has chas nothing. We're talking about a healthy, confident, competent person. And we're talking about a person whose actions are very significant. The year of Shemayim is because our actions matter. Because we matter, and how we did and what we did matters. You're talking about huge people whose actions are massively significant. The Messiah Sisharim has a line, Eitan. We're used to that when we daven, we'll Hashem. When we daven, we're in front of Hashem. Tefillah, the Messiah Sisharim says that when you do a mitzvah, you'll Hashem. A mitzvah like Shman Esrei. A mitzvah, you bench, you'll Hashem. Tzaddikim know that a big Amaisa mitzvah is very serious and they have a tremendous care for actions they will do and actions that were done are significant. The Gra was able to chazer his whole previous year and he like accounted for like two minutes that weren't used properly. There's something we can't, Rabbi said, we can't just dismiss we're, we are where we're up to and celebrate where you're up to. But it's important to be open-minded to values and ideals and to hear such an ideal of somebody on actions that they did, they have thoughts about. Did I do it? Per- Even on a mitzvah, we would say, ah, I was gewaldic, what I did. Le-. But guys used to come back. Sometimes the guy comes back from a chas and he says, Rebbe, oh, did I make a kid shemayim? I'm always like, oh no, what did he do? Like, it's kid shemayim. Great people on big actions they did. On big actions, they had a year, they had a fear and a worry. Maybe there was a little bit of soul in it. 
The etzem madrega, that our actions matter, that our actions are significant, is naira, that we're functioning lufnei Hashem. There's a song we sing in Yeshiva, the world has used it for Shir Amalois. Rabbi Yaakov Shweki, it's a song composed by a Waterbury guy. Rabbi Yaakov Shweki sings it, but the guy in Yeshiva composed it for Shir Amalois, and Yaakov Shweki sings Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi. You know, you know the song, Johnny. But that madrega, that Hashem, Shivisi Hashem, that I place Hashem opposite me, a person knows that they're functioning, Lufnei Hashem. Their actions matter and are significant. It matters what I do. I, if I had to say different attitudes, a young bacher comes to Yeshiva, a 10th grader, one of the big things I want to produce out of him, one of the big things I want him to walk out of Yeshiva is his actions are very significant. He looks at it, is it, does it really matter? I do, I don't, I did it. That a person learns that Hashem was mitzvah and as such my actions are very... Not only does it matter, it matters how I did it. It's funny, if you want to ask somebody, Rev Kellerman speaks about becoming from when he became from this great Talmud of Rev Olba. And he says to an honest thinker who's not in the from community, you and I are used to this, an honest thinker is shocked at the exactness, does God really care? We have like shke, a brick wall. So a minute before I could do malacha, and then at 6.22, it's much earlier now, it's much earlier now. At 5.48, what's shke today, 5.48? You can't do malacha anymore. You're serious? You do malacha a minute before, fine. A minute after your chay of misa, God cares when I'm writing something. Right up, shkia. To the unaffiliated, it's, are you kidding me? You serious? You serious? As minute before, minute after, we have Zman Kriyashma. We have a time. It's about what time is Shkia today? Five forty-two. Five forty-two. So five. They're shocked. We look at a clock. God lets me do malacha till 5.42. And God says, Kalish, 5.42 after, Yechayim Misa, no malacha. You, you serious? We're so used to it, it's naira, that a yid has a din after, and then we're scared. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go within a couple of minutes. I don't touch gear. I'm not risking playing. Are, are you serious? Yeah, very serious. God has an exactness to my maizim, yeah. He gave me to him. You know why it's so important? Because God told me. And what God says is very valuable to me. Exceedingly valuable. I'm careful with what God said. And the one he marks with a chi of misa, I'm like really careful. It's very, these are big ones to me. There's an exactness. There's something called zman kriyashma. So, really? You have to say it by this? Yeah. There's an exactness. The unaffiliated is shocked. They think there's almost an arrogance by us. Really? Does God really care? He's mitzavah. He has a Torah. Go read it yourself. He was mitzavah. And there's a rule of tzivoyim. And great people are keenly aware of how important their maizim are. A brisker, what we associate somebody with brisk, is Reb Chaim Brisker had such yira shemaim, such a seriousness to the tzivoy of Hashem, the year Shemayim was not an anxiety. It was not, he wasn't more anxious than you and I. He wasn't more anxious. He wasn't, it wasn't from Kate. It's interesting. Somebody told me, and I can't promise to the validity of this, but I can promise theoretically, Hootie, it makes sense. You know, there's a bracha to somebody who doesn't drink outside the sukkah. It says a bracha. And fam- somebody told me that Reb Chaim drank outside. I don't know if it's true. I can't say this true. I don't want to say this publicly. I'm telling you somebody told me. I don't care if it's true. I'm not saying it as a truth. I'm saying it to bring out a point. So somebody told me that he drank outside the sukkah. I don't know if it's true. So, so, but let's say a brisket would drink outside. You say, what do you mean? There's a bracha. He said, I'm not into frumkite. I'm not looking for extras. There's no word that you're over anything for drinking out of the sukkah. I'm not a nerd. When Hashem's mitzvah, it matters to me, the tzivu of Hashem. Reb Chaim wasn't more nervous. If you had to dig deep into Reb Chaim, you won't find a more nervous man. 
He was more passionate that Hashem said something. He valued Sifu Yamelech. If somebody Chashuv told you, something, like, whoa, it's very serious what I'm doing. I picture, for, I picture, I have seen people sent on Shlichus from Gedolim. A goddess is coming says, please go. go. Reb Chaim Kanievsky says, I want you to travel. Somebody says, I picture the scene. Somebody says to Bachar, go travel to the Chaznish and ask him a Shiloh. I know a friend who was asked by one Godel to ask him a something. I have a friend. You know how serious he took that? He was asking like a weighty matter. To, if, well, if it wasn't weighty, he was asking a Shiloh to Rebel Yashiv. If Reb Chaim Kanievsky said, oh, you're from America, imagine one time you come to get your bua, and Reb Chaim Kanievsky says to you, oh, you're going to America, could you go, do you mind go to Reb Shmuel and ask him the following thing I was wondering? You would go, the seriousness, how you go, the God Ladar send you on a job, on a mission. You would take it extremely serious. That was Reb Chaim on mitzvahs. He, was, he just was more keenly aware that Hashem was mitzvah. So there was a carefulness, a thoughtfulness, an exactness, because it was heavy and important. Reb Chaim's not more nervous than you and me. He's more aware of the seriousness God was mitzvah. If we would like live, if we would hear a basco, the basco would say, MJ, in front of us, MJ, MJ look around, we'd be shaking like leaves. Look around, there's nobody's voice. It's like God. Come from the heavens itself, a basco. Say, MJ, MJ, put on tefillin today. You'd shake. Okay, okay. That's Reb Chaim learned Torah. Reb Chaim heard in Torah, Chaim, oh Chaim, oh, put on tefillin today. He heard God's voice say, put on tefillin. He wasn't more nervous than you and I. He was more aware than you and I. He heard the tzivli of Hashem more than you and I. That is the year of Shemayim that the Messiah Sisharim describes. Of course, by the way, they're imitators. First of all, they're people that function just out of anxieties. That wasn't what Reb Chaim was doing. There wasn't the, the shayrish of his yira. The shayrish of his yira was how serious that the melech was mitzavah. The heaviness, the importance, the seriousness, the melech was mitzavah me. That's like the inner of Reb Chaim. I think hearing it in such a way, I want guys to appreciate it. I certainly, in yeshiva, we, all, we teach simcha shal mitzvah, the joy, and there's a sogya of simcha shal mitzvah, the joy, the honor, the excitement of a mitzvah. I don't even want to call it the counter, Yosef. Because I actually think that Simcha Shal Mitzvah would go hand in hand with this. I actually think, I was talking to Eitan about this. I asked Eitan, isn't this like overwhelming? Every action a guy does, he's like, maybe I didn't do it right. Like, what, Vosfar 11, what type of life is that? I do something and then I have to say, did I do it right? And, and Eitan said it. Eitan said it. There's a big joy in that. My life is full of serious activities. Anybody who functions, do you know they're Rebbeim? They're Rebbeim that have a very heavy, any Rebbe who thinks about it, you're dealing, I want you to hear this, Yisrael, any Rebbe dealing with kids, do you know how serious, what? Mazel tov, mazel tov, quick, mazel tov, mazel tov, mazel tov. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Fantastic, fantastic. Mazel tov, mazel tov. A girl, when, when my, my, my first sister had a baby girl, so my brother was sleeping, he's six years younger than me, we were kids, and I woke him up, and I just got up, and I said, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, that's your older sister, had a baby, he said, oh, Mazel Tov. So he said, boy, a girl, first, like half asleep, so I said, you're an aunt, it's a girl. He was like asleep, like I, I went, <laughs> that's how I tricked my little brother, you're an aunt, it's a girl. <laughs> It's like, oh, like he, like, it made sense when he just woke up. <laughs> You're still an uncle, you know, it's a baby girl. Mazel okay. <laughs> excellent, Yisrael, fantastic. Anybody who teaches youngsters knows that what you say to a little kid has lifelong ramifications. Lifelong ramifications. How many little kids were told something by a Rebbe and it hurt deeply? Kids are very vulnerable, much more than adults. A bad joke from a second grade Rebbe can hurt for 10 years, much more than an adult. 
any Rebbe of youngsters is aware of how vulnerable kids are. They take you very seriously. I'll tell you something funny. I told my kids, as a, I joked with my kids as a youngster, we drink, we have a lot of seltzer in my house. Bachram loves seltzer, we serve seltzer. And completely joking with my kids, I always say that there's an anti-Semite who shakes up all the from brands. Because the seltzers always explode. You know, you open the seltzers <laughs> and everybody gets wet. So I joke with my kids, oh, the anti-Semite. One of my kids told me, till he was older, he thought it was true. He always thought, you said it, Dad. See how he thought, he was always picturing the anti-Semites who shakes up all the Be'er Ma'im Chaims. <laughs> Tell me for years. It wasn't Hudi. It wasn't Hudi. Don't get on Hudi. So now we narrowed it down, but it wasn't Hudi. <laughs> Don't you dare ask my kids who it was. But Lamai said, one of my kids told me, till, till, till they were much older, I won't tell you how old. <laughs> they thought, Dad said, there's an anti-Semite. They picked at every shop, right? That there's an anti-Semite goes like to the from section and he shakes up all the Baramayim Chaims. He always wondered why we don't buy the Goyish brands. Like, one of my, Lumaisa, kids are very Jewish vulnerable. Are it's more carbon. Uh, kids are very vulnerable, MJ. Now, any Rebbe of youngsters, thank you, Mel. Any Rebbe of youngsters, of course, should be very careful. You have vulnerable kids. But the Rebbe chaps that I'm doing big stuff. You're teaching youngsters. And that kid's added to the rest of his life to Torah, you're shaping. A Rebbe is sincere about Torah, about prayer, about Midas. You're shaping a kid's life. The is to be a Rebbe of kids is wild. The is to raise your children. Their entire attitude, how many guys in yeshiva, if they had some negativity at home, have to relearn what prayer is, what Torah is, what mitzvahs, because they saw negativity surrounding it. When you're dealing with youngsters, your achrayis is naira. So if somebody is extremely careful, is that a sad thing? That the person... Uh, you pass it some ginger I found that Shalom loves ginger ale and I love him. So pass him some ginger ale. If you ever want to get on Shalom's good side, he loves ginger ale. But not, I found that not the pink one, just the, the manly, regular ginger ale. <laughs> now I know he's going to be a Zaidi. <laughs> ginger ale is that like an old man's? I thought my, it's like a macho. My great grandfather oh, yeah? made me made me my favorite my favorite. Drink We're talking about seltzer. I'm finding out guys like ginger ale. All the cool guys. Shloim Avi. I didn't know that's what he said. Shalom said that. Benjamin Yud is like a ginger ale ginger ale craze. He has in the machines ginger ale. I was like wondering now they're all coming out of the closets. <laughs> the ginger ale lovers, wow. Okay. You knew this, Yosef, this craze? Okay. <laughs> Avi said once Shalom admitted it, now a lot of guys are going to come out of the closet. Avi, I'm a ginger ale lover. Like, okay, okay. Thanks, Shalom. Maybe we'll bring in one day, John, let's get ginger ale for the whole chev. Not a bad idea. And if we, Avi admitted it and Shalom, some more ginger ale guys, let's go. Yeah. yeah! Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! That's some cool names. Menachem Brun? I didn't. I never. I never expected that. I was picturing like Kike. RC Cola. RC Cola was one of the funniest advertising I ever saw in my life. RC Cola, like it, you talk about admitting who you are. RC Cola would push it have an advertisement, and then there are some who like RC. Like, we admit we're very not popular. <laughs> but if you're a Met fan, you could be an RC Cola guy also. Like, and then there are some. <laughs> Do we have anybody here who drinks RC Cola? Like, <laughs> that, Shalom hasn't... <laughs> what? <laughs> I always thought ginger ale was somewhere in that range, but I see Menachem, okay. Next time he comes over, you remind me, Johnny, to have some ginger ale. <laughs> it's not as I maybe. Ginger ale? Yeah. Well, this is like a new revelation. Maybe it's the weirdest thing. I don't. I like it, not carbonated. Interesting. So you like it all to fist? Okay, Zelig, we're finding out some cool stuff today. Advarim Chevra. The Kitzer Advarim is anybody who would work with vulnerable people knows their actions matter. 
Tzadikim live with the, uh, with the understanding of the ramifications of their actions. They're functioning with Nei Hashem. That is the understanding. That's the understanding of the brisket. So that was the first message I wanted to share today. Again, Eitan is about to finish Messiah Sisharim. I wanted to share this with the Hebrew. If he lets, I think it's finishing within a week. If you give Rishus, I'm going to throw a wild seam to celebrate. I love the safety. Eitan, do it with Shem Shemayim. I want to, I want to, encourage guys to finish the Sefer for years, for all 20 years, over 20 plus years in the Masifta. I used to learn straight Messias Sharm with the guys daily, and for many, many years, we would learn Messias Sharm. That was this, what we're learning today, open-ended, was Messias Sharm Shear for many, many years, and I want the guys here to learn the Sefer. I want you to know the Sefer. It's, it's phenomenal. So I wanted to, he's studying this piece. Yer Shemayim, I feel, gets a bad rap. This specific, this type of people associated with heavy nerves, I associate it with the seriousness of the task. The Yerushalayim, the Reb Chaim, is not because he was such a ner- it wasn't more nervous than you and I. A bigger recognition. The two Rebbeim who go in and one is more careful, one's less, is not because he's more nervous than him. He just mocked kids' life are on the line. That Rebbe who's sensitive, what line? You, you ever see people who are very not sensitive, they can bury people and say like the meanest line? The next guy who's more careful is not more of a nervous fellow. He's more conscious of that it's important what I say. That's the difference in the brisker. He's not more nervous than you and I. They're more conscious of the importance of an action, that it matters and it's significant. That's, that's how I want to be Magdir to the Hebrew Yisrael. The second thing I wanted to share with the guys today is a topic that we've been talking about. It's from the Parsha, and it's a topic we've been talking about. We've been studying together from different angles. We spoke about Mamre and the importance of knowing your place. We spoke about Eliezer, Evan Avram We spoke about the power of somebody knowing their place. And I want to I wanna share something from the end of Parshas Chayesara that I can't move on till we read it together. It, it, I shouldn't say the end. Not the end. In the middle of Parshas Chayesara, there's a Pasuk that makes me laugh. And I want to read this Pasuk to you and read what Rashi brings because it's a topic we've been speaking about. And Avi, the Pasuk says like this. Eliezer says to Besuel, is asking Besuel, he's on a shlichus from his master, from Avram Avinu, and he wants to get a shidduch for Yitzchak. He's marrying a shidduch for Yitzchak. And he says, Va'ata, and now, after saying over his whole story, Eliezer, Im yeshchem oisim chesev emes, es if you'll do kindness and truth to my master, he giduli, tell me. Vim small. He tells them, please answer me. He says, if you, don't, if you don't answer me, I'll have to find somebody else. Tell me, are you going to send your daughter back? He says to Basul, are you going to send your daughter back? Can I have her as a shidduch for my master's son? Here's a funny pasuk. Avi vayan lovanu Basul. And lovan and Basul. Lovan? <laughs> Lovan's the brother. You go to the father, the mother, and you say, Anshulduk Smir, can I have your daughter? My master sent me. Bayan Lovan Ubisua, Lovan and Basua. What's Lovan jumping in here? <laughs> if you know about Shadduchim, if you ever try to get a, a, a girl for a guy, the brothers always nix their sister Shadduchim. If you have a lot of brothers, it's very hard to get married. Very. I always worry. I have a daughter after many boys. And brothers always nix. No, no, no. They either nix because the guy's not good enough, their sister's not good enough. Brothers are always like forever nixing. No, no, no. I don't know why. It's like a brotherly thing to do. I ask brothers, say yes, guys. Don't nix. Read your brother, your sister. Don't nix. But a brother is always very... Very protective of his sister Shaduchim. That's just how it works with brothers. Here, Vayan Lovanu Basul, 
Allo, what's Lavan doing here? Says Rashi, Rasha Haya, he was evil. The Kafatz Lahashiv and he answers before his father. Lavan could have a say, but Lavan Ubisul, he was a Rasha, and he answered before his father. Now I want to say like this. Does this make you a Russia? If a guy slips, there's a pasuk. There's a pasuk that says Loive Russia v'loyishalim, Rishayim borrow and don't pay back. It's a midah of Rishayim. You never want to do something. If is a guy a Russia, he forgets to pay back. I mean, pay back. You just acted like a Russia. Rishayim borrow and don't pay back. That's the midah of Rishayim. That's what Rishayim do. You just behave like an evil human being. That's like the peerish of evil, evil human beings. You never want to have behavior that God says on that behavior. That's the behavior of Rishayim. He calls on Lavan that Russia, he was a Russia, and he jumped and he spoke before his father. It's the Midah of Rishayim. He behaved like a Russia. You never want to catch yourself doing something that's the midah of Risham. And he's called out as a Rashahaya. And he answered before his father, Chutzpah. Chutzpah, it's your father. Your father gets to decide. This was a Maisa Rishos. It's a good question. It's a good question. I, I don't know the answer. It's, it's valid to think. But I know doing this, you're behaving like Risham behaved. I don't know if we could say you're a rush if you do this, if there's any psak. But it's never, you never want to do a maisa that rishayim are defined by this type of behavior. Rishayim are defined. This is a maisa rishos. This is how rishayim behave. If you want to like get a picture, you know, it's always like you create a picture of the rasha. I want to explain it to the chevra. Rishayim never know their place. Tzaddikim have a very clear sense of their place. They accept and understand their place. That's a tzidkus. They understand their place. Their halacha is not to answer in front of an Adam Gadol. I picture like a Maisa Rishos, like somebody asks a Rav Shaila, somebody you're in front of a Gadol, and somebody else like jumps in, is, speaks up before an Adam Gadol in Psak. Is Moira halacha b'fnei rabbi? You don't know your place. That's, that's how Rishon behave. Rishon behave, they don't know where their place is, what their place, yes and no. That's how Rishon behave. And Sadiqim have a sense of their place. They sense where they belong, where the order is, they sense it. It calls love and a Russia for this. Very fascinating that he answers before. His father has said, nope, what do you hold of the Shidduch? And the brother like, Jamev! What? He jumps in Vayan love and Ubsul. And but they say very from things. May Hashem Yatzadavar Loinucha Ladabri Lecha Rai Toy, it's from God. Whoa. We see all the Ashkacha. We're letting this go. So they say very from things, but in saying from things, he jumped before his father. And They said very from things, and they say we're fully makir that Hashem wants this shidduch to happen. And Lavan spoke very from, but he spoke before his tata, and that was out of place. It's his father, it's his father, it's his father's sugya, it's not his sugya. After his father says something, make a person to know where he is, what his place is, to have an understanding of that is how tzaddikim behave. To be completely oblivious to where you stand vis-a-vis others. To be completely so self-absorbed that you don't know where you stand vis-a-vis other, that's a Russia. That's, if you want to understand the Russia, complete lack of understanding. This is his daughter, Shidduch. It's not, it's not your place. If your father was asked the Shidduch, you want to comment, you want to say, you want to, after, you want to talk over. Vayan loving Ubisua. Loving, loving you. Big people, tzaddikim people, know where they stand. They know orders. They have a certain respect and recognition of places that small people don't. So I wanted to read that. You never want behavior that on this behavior is called Rashaya. So if anybody just wants a behavior that's called Rashaya, he's a Rasha, the kafatz of Mayavim. And he answers before his father. We live in an age. I always tell fathers to be best friends with their kids. And I tell all of you, be best friends with your kids. 
I get in a lot of trouble for it. I've gotten feedback, people upset. Why do I tell a father to be best friends with his kids? Because the Pasuk says it. People have called it modern. It's only as modern as the Torah is. Which is not too modern. The Torah was written before the world. It's only as modern as the Torah is. So I tell fathers, what's the translation of an av? If you ever not want to know how a father behaved, just get, what, how does Rashi translate av? What's the translation of an av? So it says that Yosef was the av leparoi. Now was Yosef Paroi's dad? Mm-mm. Rashi says what? Chaver upitaron. He was his friend and his advisor. The translation of the word av is a chaver upitaron. A friend and an advisor. Rashi and Dvarim. It says, Re'acha your friend. Ha'ov k'nafshecha. You love like your soul. It says Rashi, Zeh, who is your friend? Who you love like your essence. Who is that? Avicha, your father. So the Torah calls a father a friend. One day, Avi, you're going to have a beautiful family. I want you best friends with your kids. Best friends. Besties. Now I say that, I sound so liberal. I want to say that the Tzura Mendel, the Tzura is one that you're not equals. A son is not allowed to agree to his father. Like, Dad, you're right. In a chutzpah. Now let's say, Dad, you're right. So it has a structure to it. It's a structure of very clear. The father is the father, the son is the son. You're not allowed to jump and speak before your dad. Your dad speaks first. There are a specific structure to the friendship. And then within that structure, very, very close, relationship, understanding, deep connection and understanding. So we're not at all, defi- we're not contradicting the tzura, the structure and the form. There's a structure and a chaymer, and then you fill it with something. Devoid of relationship, you have the structure. If a guy has like, he's, his father's, but he has no connection, you have the structure of the relationship without the chaymer, you haven't filled it. The chaymer is friendship and connection. That's what a father is. Of course, the tzura of that friendship, father, son. You're not allowed to say, dad, you're right. Your father said something, it's chutzpah to say, dad, you're right. He doesn't need your askama. So there's a, there's, a, there's a way the friendship happens. There's a tzura to the friendship. You're not allowed to be kafats in front of your father. You're not allowed to jump in. But a relationship, a connection, an understanding, a band that's deep and real. That's the complicated nature of this friendship. So we speak in yeshiva about the relationship. I want to give equal time. I want to give equal time to Vayan Lavan of Besuel. I want to give equal time that Lavan was a Russia, he was Kafatz Lufnei's father. That I have to say that, and it's extremely important. We speak a lot in Yeshiva about contradictions and about like a person who's well built. A father son relationship by a well built person has close, deep, profound friendship. They're like your best friend in the world. I know guys who are best friends in the world with their father. That's like it's supposed to be. Profound connection. Deep understanding. And then there's a tzura to this relationship. Father, son. There's a tzura. And both can be, both can be had. Both in one relationship can be had. Here a rush has no understanding of that. And the rush is vayan lovin ubisol. He jumps in. Lavan, what are you jumping in? He's completely... It's the possibility... I get scared that Americans won't laugh. I, I'm thankful. I, I read the Pusik to a group around this table this morning, and the guy's like, huh? Thank you guys for saying, huh? I want to appreciate every guy here. I'm a little upset at the Hevra that we, we weren't in Yeshiva Chaisash. I shouldn't be upset. But I hope that if we landed here, the crowd would start booing. I would want, I don't like talking during laning. So by Yan Lovin, boo! Lovin, I, I hope people I get, like by, I'm the type when I hear laning and I hear something that like disturbs me, my laning's done. I have to work on myself. But, but I like that at least the laning matters to me. So if I hear something in the laning that like rubs me wrong, I gotta figure it out. Now I have to also try to stick with the laning. Many a laning, I just was out cold and I'm in my shower yarn. Everybody has their places. I, I, but there are certain things you read. This Pasuk, I read it before I saw Rashi. Obviously, you have to run to Rashi. Always goes first. But anybody, please be upset. I was very thankful. I tested it out. I had a group around the table this morning, and I read this Pasuk, and guys were like, what? 
I'm very afraid comes a day in America, a country that doesn't necessarily understand orders of things, where people belong, parents, child, teachers, all different types of tzura of things, and I'm afraid people won't be bothered by this pasuk. That would be a tragic day. Anybody, Liezer comes and says, can, I, can, I, can my master have your daughter as a shidduch for his son? And by Yan Lovin Ubisol, they say, what? Lovin Ubisol, where did Lovin come here? If it doesn't like annoy you, make you laugh, make you uncomfortable, make you like just scratch your head, we have a sorry day. So if I could ask all the guys, be best friends with your kids, besties. But the relationship should be one of healthiness. So father, there's a son, but closeness, a deep, profound, that perfect balance. Please make sure, I don't want a day to come in our history that nobody laughs when they read this Pasuk. So please pass on a healthy relationship when your kids hear, Vayan Lovin Ubisuk. What? <laughs> Hoodie, when you hear Vayan Lovin Ubisuk, what's your thoughts, Hoodie? <laughs> I, it's not a yeah. Love it. What? But yeah, I don't like the word chutz. I like it. Menachem says doesn't even. This is Johnny. I love it. Menachem. Menachem says you're not even chutzpah. You're just ridiculous. I like. That's what I'm saying. Chutzpah is like this is like deeper. This is tiefer than chutzpah. It's like what? what? Can't even call it chutzpah. Yeah, like you didn't even like you're you're like deeper than that. <laughs> Thank you, Menachem. I agree with you. It's like you're not up to chutzpah yet. You're not even chutzpah. Dick. You just. Yibdaik <laughs> Pachet, it's funny, it's brilliant. Dovi's brilliant. Dovi said that Lava wanted to break off the Shidduch. So Lava knows that how do you check out a Shidduch? What does Chazal say? Check her brothers. So if any Mephirer says that, that's genius. It says check out the brother. How do you get it, Shidduch? You check out Yisrael sitting here. He's so excited. His sister had a kid. Yisrael caused the shidduch. Any half intelligent guy, let alone his brother, more intelligent, would see such a brother grabs the sister. It's worth it for the brother-in-law. That's how you check a shidduch. That's Chazal say you check the brothers. The whiners just came. They married off their sister. Avada, the shidduch came about. Anybody would check these chevrets. So the guy's a smart guy, smart dude. Yivdaik pachay. You check out her brothers. Brilliantly, Davy says, Krupka, Davy Krupka says, you, have Davy, you earned the, the Reb fully. I have, I have to say, Reb here. Davy brilliantly said that Lava wanted to kill the Shidduch. It's genius. So he jumped in and he spoke like absurd. Eliezer asked, so think it's a good Shidduch? And the kid runs in, Yeah, 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 it's a great. Who flipping asked you? Like, <laughs> where'd you come from? Says Davy, who's trying to break off the Shidduch. <laughs> genius, genius. Where does the mama, does the mama come from? Like, there's a, there's a triangle. It's a good question. Good question. But he bra- that, that'd be brilliant. Does anybody say this? Someone that I know, Brad, actually happened once that someone came to my He's right. He's right. It says that most kids turn out like the mother's brother. You'll never find out about Hootie. That's a different story. My wife has two sisters. Long story. But most, it says most kids. I see a lot of guys are like thinking now. <laughs> the guy's like, your thumbs up. Some guy's just like. <laughs> Some guys just got like devastated. What can I tell you? That's a Chazal city. <laughs> Listen, think of it this app. <laughs> we are not saying on the tape, we will not announce which guy's faces fell, which guys looked excited. It says, most like the mother's brother. It's funny, that, that's what you say, you kids, you know. <laughs> I think he saw a Dovi. I think he saw a Dovi, but it, it wouldn't hurt Menashe and Hudi either. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant shot what Lavan did. It's brilliant. It's so foolish what he did. Dovi said there must have been a Chesh, but he was killing the Shidduch. <laughs> yeah. 
Yitzchak Avinu, if you're ever feeling bad, if you're questioning your uncle over here, just remember that Yitzchak Avinu ends up, Yitzchak marries Rivka and has Yaakov Avinu. So, somebody, I can't stop. Whoever just whispered, Asa, be quiet. <laughs> was that Hootie? <laughs> <laughs> it was you. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> I know that voice. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what times that we gotta? Oh, my goodness. Rabbi said there'll be a minion right, right away. Take it from the yard. Please rush. This will be instant. We're going to have Johnny's minion in the next room. For Mincha, please support the minion. And then immediately follow will be second seder. I do want to be Mechazik second seder. Reb Chaim Tzvi, Shia, Reb Sruli, Shia, Reb Sruli, Reb Chaim Tzvi. Please, please, please support your local Shiurim. Come to share, come to share, Hevra. We want to build up second Seder. I really, really thank the guys for coming to Musser. The Reva Madras Melch, I appreciate the guys coming to Musser. It matters a lot. I want to welcome, we've been waiting for a long time, Hudi to Yeshiva. I want to welcome Hudi to Yeshiva. Usually it's hard to come to Yeshiva having a popular brother was here, but he's so cool, Hootie. I don't think, very quickly, he won't be known as Delhi's brother. Very, very quickly. So, I really welcome, Hootie, and really, really happy that you're here. I wanted, a, I wanted we're getting to Mencha, I wanted to push the guys to support the Minyanim. I happen to love that Shachris, we're getting a nice crowd. Support the Minion, Heber. Support the Minion is a beautiful island. Please join. MJ's waiting for you. Come join MJ for Shachris. We have a beautiful, beautiful Heber. Please come. Let's have a Minch in the room next door. Take care, Abby.